Hey guys, this is Thomas McComb, the fifth. <laughs> and I wanted to, you know, take an opportunity to uh, really share my story in this business and a little bit of background, some of the, the highs, the lows, the bumps, the bruises along the way. And so thanks for tuning in. You know, hopefully this can add some value to, you know, at least one person who hears this. So, you know, I'm originally from Colorado Springs, Colorado. 719 and i'm definitely a colorado kid you know at heart i grew up in the outdoors the mountains i i, I was taught from a very young age to appreciate nature and so I, i've always been just a huge huge lover of anything in the outdoors i spent three summers as a raft guide on the, the arkansas river in colorado where you know i had hair down my chest some of them were dreadlocks showered once a week i was uh, <laughs> not what you would expect now looking at me but I, I definitely lived the the drg lifestyle dirty raft guide and making like 500 bucks a month just living on bare minimum didn't use my phone too much and that was for that was actually what i did right before you know moving up to seattle and starting with the company you know, before I was a raft guide, I went to school in Colorado, Colorado Mesa, majored in criminal justice and psychology. And my biggest passions were always leading and, and being in leadership roles. I was, I, I've always been a, a huge lover of music too. I'm, I'm a drummer. And so I was, I was pretty heavy into the marching band scene. I'm a band geek. If any of you guys are into into music of any kind or, or band specifically, come talk to me. Well, <laughs> I'll go on for days about band, but I, I led the marching band. I was the drum major, so pretty much anything I could do to to be at the front of the room or be leading, I I found myself there. I I think I was a, a natural born leader, and so you know, getting a chance to stand on a podium and wave my arms around and stab a flag into the middle of the football field <laughs> was pretty exciting for me. I was senior class president. I uh, got to give a speech and was on the student news and I, I just love leading and and I think that was you know something I was really empowered with you know as a kid growing up with the confidence to, to lead and help others and so I always knew I wanted to lead in in one way or another. I just didn't necessarily know what that was going to look like in my life whether it was in the back of a boat in class five rapids, whether it was going to be in politics, you know, who knows, but, but I knew I, I needed to be somewhere where I could, I could lead others. I could work with others and, and provide value of some sort. And so I moved to Seattle, Washington, right after my last summer as a raft guide. And I moved here for a girl, <laughs> like most people move. And the week I moved, we actually ended up breaking up. And, <laughs> you know, that was obstacle number one. So I find myself in Seattle, never lived outside of Colorado. So I'm in a, I'm in a new place. I had, I had been crashing on, you know, this girl's couch. And so I, I didn't really have a place to live. I ended up finding a spot. Uh, Seattle's pretty expensive. So I found a spot in with with an old couple they rented out um full basement it's pretty small but they rented out their basement in this house right by the university of washington and i shared a basement with two other two other guys one was a baker 
So he went to bed at 6 p.m. because he had to be up at 3. So we weren't allowed to make noise in the basement after 6. And if you know me, I'm, I'm a very loud guy. So, <laughs> so that's where I lived my first year in Washington in a basement with two other dudes and just, just bare minimum. And I didn't have a job either. And so I very much moved out here on a whim. And based on raft guide money that I had saved up, I said, okay, I have about a month you know, a month to, to find something out here. I don't think I came to Seattle for a one week breakup. <laughs> um, I think there's gotta be something more out here. And so I, I gave myself a month. That was, I, I actually, I didn't give myself, I had about a month of money <laughs> before I, I had to throw in the towel and probably move back home, probably move back in with my parents. Cause you know, I didn't, I didn't have a job and you know, I've worked a lot with kids, you know, with youth, and I really didn't think I was qualified for much. They, there, there was a joke, at least in my school, that, you know, the undergrad psychology majors, they were getting degrees to work at Starbucks, because that's where a lot of them ended up right after college. That, that kind of put like a, a limiting mentality on what I was actually qualified for. And I, I put my resume out everywhere and I was, I was just, you know, I was like, I need, I need to work. I need to survive out here in Washington. A lot of the jobs I was applying for, I even was applying to be a, a nanny <laughs> or a manny. I don't know what they're, what they're called, but even, even families, you know, invited me into their home. I gave kind of my limited background and, and they're like, yeah, you know, best of luck with a family who, who's ready for a loud and crazy guy like that, but probably not the best fit for us. So I, I couldn't even be a nanny. And I was like, you know, pretty discouraged at this point. I was like, man, when, when am I going to catch a break? What am I going to do? And the last week of the month, I got a call. I, I was just getting CPR certification to, to make myself more qualified for, <laughs> for some of these, you know, positions. And I got a call right after doing like, I, I think I had just done CPR for like four hours. I was <laughs> just just like, what is my life? And I got a call, you know, talking about a resume that I had submitted to, you know, actually ended up being Devin Pollard's company out here in Seattle. And, and it was the first time I'd heard that I actually had something that a company was looking for. And like, wow, you know, she said, Hey, you highlighted, you have leadership skills, public speaking, you know, management experience, strong, creative, strong work ethic. And I was like, yes, yes, yes. I, I mean, I, I pretty much would have said anything at that point, but they invited me in for a first round interview. And immediately, you know, I had cut my hair at that point, I bought a suit. Cause I was just like, you know, I, I need to make sure I, I get this. And, you know, I, I sat down with Devin and, you know, found out he was from Colorado and I was like, there it is, you know, in the bag. I know I just connected with that guy. I don't know really what we talked about. Kind of a blur. I think we just talked about Colorado and, and probably skiing for, for like five, 10 minutes. But I was like, yes, like the boss is from Colorado. I'm from Colorado in the bag. I can talk my way into anything like let's go. And I got a second round interview and, and we showed up to um, Fred Meyer grocery store. And, you know, I'm, I'm wearing the same suit, only had the one. And, and, and we go over the interview and I highlight a little bit of my background, but I remember I actually got to see a show. It was, you know, in this office, we were doing a show style. I've, I've pretty much only done show style actually. And 
I, I got to see a show and I was amazed that my leader who did the second round interview, that she was able to control a crowd like that and stop people from grocery shopping, even people that were busy. I'd seen people that were in a hurry and this leader's, you know, ticketing skills, C factors, that she was able to, you know, take a busy store of grocery shoppers and pull 20 over at a time and, and basically pitch them the product that they were working with. And I remember being so impressed I was like, wow, you know, that is, that is nuts. Definitely like the center of attention, public speaking. I think I started like handing out tickets during the interview too. I, I even, I think I at one point wanted to like help with the, with the show. I didn't really understand that, you know, it was something that she had definitely been trained in. She was the expert, but I, I just wanted to help and really prove that I could do this. And, and I was just blown away and I was like, wow, that's an awesome skill set. And I remember just thinking like, I would be so good at this. <laughs> and, and I, I don't even think I, I don't even think I knew the, the, the gravity of the, of the opportunity because again, I was just kind of in that mode of needing a, a job, but I connected so well with my second round interview with Devin. I was like, this, this all just feels right. You know, it, it, there was, there was a, uh, yeah, money wise. Yep. It definitely made sense. Commission's cool. I can, I can earn my, my worth. I, I definitely know how to work and hustle attitude, you know, on point. And, and I'm kind of the guy that would talk to anybody all the time. Anyways, I was the guy, like if you're in line at REI, I'm going to talk to whoever's right next to me. So when, when I was instructed that, you know, I needed to just talk to everyone um, and have a good attitude, I was like, game over. Like, I, I, <laughs> I, I will wipe the floor. And so I, I went in very, very, very confident, very excited. And so my first week with the company, I was hired on and I was told in my orientation, you know, these four marketing systems are going to be your key to success in, in the first part of your training. I, unfortunately, I, I through some type of miscommunication, I was hired the same time as this one girl. I think her name was uh, Crystal. And, you know, somehow I thought there was only room for one of us to get into campaign management. I don't know why I thought that, <laughs> but, but I thought it was me or Crystal. And so I was like, all right, you know, I'm, I'm fighting for this. I'm, I'm living in a basement. I, I can't afford to not get this. So I will do whatever it takes to get promoted, um, over crystal, uh, poor crystal, you know, I, I <laughs> like, uh, so innocent, didn't want to hurt a fly. And I, and here I am this loud, obnoxious, really hyper competitive <laughs> young guy in the room. And so I, I'd asked my leader right after orientation, I had said, Hey, is there anything I can do from now until you know, day one to really give me a head start. And my leader saw the aggression I had, the excitement and said, Hey, if you want to, you know, pass off a marketing system or two before you get in on your first day, we can meet up for, uh, like I can, I can take time out of my day and we can meet at Starbucks and go over that. And so before even my first day, I memorized and uh, I passed off two marketing systems and and so my, my first day, I, it was, it was so fun. You know, they were, I was being taught another system and, and just the energy, you know, it was my first couple of days and I'm an energy guy. And I just remember they were, they were playing 
uh, take care, Drake and Rihanna. And so I'm, I, I see people kind of dancing and <laughs> I'm like, all right, well, you know, I, I can, I can dig it. And we're, we're learning marketing systems. I, I could be as loud as I wanted, which again, was always an issue everywhere I worked. <laughs> Constantly being told Thomas, you know, keep it down over there. And, and it was just great high energy. And then, you know, immediately at the, at the end of the meeting, you know, they had said, you know, first to the field and then <laughs> like an army, the room erupted first to make money and they were gone and, and they bolted out. And, and I was, <laughs> and, and, uh, and I, I was alone in the room all of a sudden and I talked to Devin and I was like, Hey, you know, that was really exciting. I'd love to go to the field. And he was like, well, you need to pass a couple more marketing systems, but you know, here's, here's the client you'll be working with bamboo pillows. If you can memorize this, then yeah, we'll get you in the field. And I, I went home. I think I bought a whiteboard and <laughs> and put it up in my room and, and studied my system, studied the pitch. And I was just really, really aggressive. And, you know, I know, I know that's definitely not the case with everybody, but you know, from the get go, I think I had an advantage of being in a new city, having no friends, <laughs> obviously fresh out of a relationship. Um, so didn't have a lot going on. And I was able to jump two feet in from the get go. And, and so I memorized the whole pitch in 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 a day i think i studied for like seven hours it was like more than i studied for like my college finals because <laughs> i just wanted to do really well and so i got in the field my second day in the office and then by day i think it was four i was going solo and it i remember the field was just so fun and and my feet definitely hurt i, I like basically crawled out of the store but i was so fun just talking to everyone and i was literally just getting paid to to have a good attitude and be a goofball honestly in the store i i didn't feel pressure on me i didn't have a sales background i was like hey you know you guys say if you if you know the better you know these marketing systems you know the more money you'll make i was like game on like i'll put i'll put your money where your mouth is and and let's see cuz i don't really have a lot else to work with and I knew those marketing systems better than anyone. I wanted to know them better than my leader. In fact, my leader made one mistake and I, and I corrected her. <laughs> probably, probably a little bit cocky, but I knew that that's what they had said. And if, and if I didn't make money and I knew these marketing systems and, and the pitch and had the attitude, then, then I would obviously have some complaints, but, but I, I put their word to the test and I ended up getting the opportunity to go on a road trip within my, my first week. And, and it was so, and, and I just, I, he said, Hey, we have a road trip coming up. And I was like, boom, I'm there, you know, again, very aggressive. And I ended up getting promoted to campaign management in about eight days. And, and I was, <laughs> and, and, and on top of that, you know, I, I was like, let's like, let's get promoted really quickly. And then the whole week they had talked about this conference, this networking business conference in Dallas, Texas. And he said, I'm still deciding who I'm going to take, but if you want to go, let me know ASAP. And so I, I was at our first team night at the beach and I remember telling Devin, uh, looking him in the eyes and saying, Hey, um, I'd love to go, uh, to, to the networking conference. I actually think I told him he was going to take me to the networking conference. I just kind of assumed the sale. And the day I got promoted, he handed me a ticket for the conference about eight days in. And I remember 
I think I'd seen a couple people. Crystal was long gone. She, <laughs> she ended up quitting. And I remember I'd seen somebody else, you know, not be in the room anymore. And I kind of scratched my head and I asked uh, Devin, I was like, hey, you know, I, I really appreciate you, you know, buying me this ticket and, and just giving me an opportunity to go on a road trip. You know, you paid for the hotel. I was like, but I got to be honest, you know, I, I've seen like a couple people, you know, that I started with that aren't really here anymore. You know, what, isn't it kind of risky? Like <clears throat> to like, to to buy a, a ticket for someone like me like isn't it kind of risky to like put put that much money and time into into someone if you if like i i was like i could quit i i because i had seen i'd seen other people quit i was like i could quit you know wouldn't that be a waste of money and you know i remember what devin responded with because it's something that i've held with me you know every step of the journey but i really responded or he had really responded with yeah maybe you could quit but you know, this is what we do. We, we invest into our people here and we, and we're not going to, you know, carry a grudge of someone who maybe, you know, didn't, didn't have what it took or decided the opportunity wasn't what they wanted to pursue. He's like, but you know, for those that do, and for, and for those that do take advantage of the opportunity that we have here, I'll be glad I invested into those people. And I remember just being so floored that, you know, someone could have that mentality despite people quitting in their company and still take a risk on someone like me. And so I was, I was, I was just really excited about, I, I think the first couple of months I wasn't even here for like ownership or, or, you know, the management role. I think I just, I just was so addicted to the culture and, and just being finally around people that didn't complain, that didn't get bored. We could be like waiting I, I remember one time we were waiting for for UPS to arrive with inventory and and we just found things to do and ways to stay active and moving and and I was like man these people they they fuel me up I feel more alive than I've ever felt you know I'm I'm growing in mentality I'm networking with other business professionals I've never networked before and I was like man like just surrounding myself with these type of people I I just have a gut feeling that like this is the right move right now and and i really did like it and like i said i was really really involved with the people and 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 the leadership team i became some of my closer friends um i didn't really have any friends out here so they kind of welcomed me in and i ended up making a, a a pretty big mistake in that i got more into the business for the friends than for the growth and in all my excitement about the culture and in being somewhere new <clears throat> I started surrounding myself with, you know, leadership people in the room who, you know, actually ended up not doing too hot. And, and would even like, you know, sometimes after field hours, we'd be hanging out and they would even like kind of gossip, <laughs> like kind of gossip about other leaders, kind of uh, like complain about the field a little bit. Uh, maybe like say something bad, like here and there about like, even about Devin, like, like complaining about the boss, like, and and I, I was so loyal to, to my new friends that I was like, I, it started affecting me without realizing it. And I started, you know, doing, you know, my standards started lowering and lowering to where, you know, about three or four months into leadership, I, I, I looked up and I realized, hey, you know, that wrecking ball mentality that I came in with, like, he's gone all of a sudden. And I'm suddenly in the spot where my NCR is like, barely scraping by my paychecks aren't what I want them to be I'm working really really hard turns out like the stamina kind of started to wear on me and I wasn't growing at all you know 
I was supposed to be interviewing people. Um, but, but, you know, the interviews I had, I, I, I really was lacking a lot of, you know, the, the proper interview skills. I think I was explaining a couple things wrong, which made it a very confusing interview. So everyone who interviewed with me was confused. And in my, and a, a quote that I've always heard is a confused mind will always say no. And so, you know, I was, I was affecting Devin's business by, you know, not having an effective interview for the people that were applying to his company. Um, I would get training opportunities and, you know, was very, very critical with my training, kind of, kind of negative to my people, not very patient at all. And, and so my people in the field, if you, if you're training with me, probably end up crying or, or quitting or both definitely not doing very well. I didn't show them a great standard either. So it wasn't really fair to them. And I remember I was just like, man, like what is like, what happened? I I came in with such fire, such intensity. And it it just kind of like, it's kind of like a wet blanket. And I remember I wasn't really spending that much time with Devin. Didn't really have a relationship with Devin that much at all, to be honest. And it wasn't from him, like not trying. But I just would rather hang out with my leaders. My it was more like my friends, and I had to make a pretty conscious decision, which was tough because they were some of the first friends I had in Seattle. But I had to remind myself that, you know, as exciting as it was to start here, that there's really an opportunity to 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 lead here. And I remember that's what I wanted from the get go. I was like, I I need to be in a position where I can lead and be like a leader in some in some aspect. And I think I had the title of leader, but I think titles are pretty worthless if you're not backing it up with your actions. And so I made a decision that I needed to lead. And I was like, what, what, let me, let me demote myself for a second. Let me bring myself back to that first week and entry level. What got me so good? What got, what got, what got that quality that I, quality results that I wanted so badly again. I was like, okay, I was sending in goals every single week. Okay. Awesome. I was having one-on-ones. I, I was writing my systems on that whiteboard that I bought, you know, my first day. I was taking advantage of opportunities and I put myself back in an entry level mindset and just got back to basics. And I ended up, you know, without probably really telling them, but I ended up kind of cutting off some of those leaders that I'd been comfortable with. And that didn't mean it wasn't like a breakup or anything, but, you know, hanging out after the field, talking about really business at all. I just, I just kind of kept my mouth shut and kind of kept to myself. And I started, you know, hanging out with some of the top dogs in the room. I started hanging out with Devin more and more and more. I think I showed up to his apartment a couple nights, like with a whiteboard and some markers, just to, like run like four impacts by him that I wanted to run. And I just wanted feedback on impacts. <laughs> I started you know, I was like, okay, I was really aggressive about travel when I was entry level. Let's see if I can do that again. So I, I had wanted to check out the Denver market. I asked how I could qualify to go visit another market and I made it happen and I got to visit Denver. And then I did it again for Salt Lake City. I got to go visit a market there. I qualified to go to the R&R retreat in Las Vegas. I got to go to, you know, Houston, Texas for a training on whip it. And I started traveling and traveling. And, and I think Devin in total had bought me like 11 plane tickets my whole time in campaign management. And that was because I was just so aggressive again. And I kind of relit that fire that I came into the company with. And I remember, and I wasn't there for the friends or for what like was fun and comfortable. I was there to, you know, separate myself as the top dog and the hungriest in the room. And 
and I made a decision that I needed to, we didn't have an assistant manager at the time and I, I knew that was my goal. And so I made a decision that I needed to mentally promote myself to assistant management <laughs> and, you know, and, and I, I wasn't going to tell anybody, but one morning I woke up and I said, Thomas, today you're promoted. Congratulations. I looked myself in the mirror and I was like, all right, so from now on, anything that an assistant manager should be doing, I needed to be doing that. So I got to the office before anybody, probably before my owner at some points. <laughs> um, uh, I made sure everyone knew what they were doing in the morning meetings. I knew who was teaching what system. I knew my systems better than anybody. When it was first to the field, I bolted out the door. You know, just like that day one, I was so motivated by. I, I set a high standard in the field. You know, I wanted to be called out as the high roller because I knew if I wanted to lead and add value to others, I needed to be walking the walk. So I started leading. And it was funny, as soon as I increased, you know, my sales, my habits, the intensity, I started attracting more and more people around me, not just on my team, but even just people networking with me, other people in the office asking for feedback and tips. And I, you know, one day I, I woke up and I, I actually did get promoted. <laughs> um, and it was about six, like four or five months after that, that comfortable period. Um, where I just, I mentally promoted myself before the physical promotion. And I took on the responsibility of the next role before I was there. And I got promoted, you know, December of 2018 to assistant management. Um, I got um, an incredible opportunity to, you know, lead the office and, and take control and, and really go through the ringer again. Very, very difficult, but, you know, got my butt kicked here in Seattle. Spent a week out in uh, Dana Iverson's office in Texas where she really, you know, rocked me and, and got me ready for, for the big leagues. And, and you know, I, I think that last part of training really prepared me the management role. Um, and, you know, naming the company Maverick, it was a decision I made kind of when I gave myself that mental promotion. I was like, you know, Mavericks, they go against the grain and they don't run with the herd. But then I separated myself and that's what a Maverick does. And so I made a decision then that my company would be named Maverick. And sure enough, it happened. But I think until I saw myself and put myself in that position, got out of that comfortable, complacent spot, I never would have been there. And I've been an owner now for about six months, been amazing. And it's, you know, the best part is uh, definitely money is exciting and being in charge of my schedule is exciting. But, you know, what's really the most important and the most valuable to me is just that, again, I can be in that position where I can lead others. I still treat most days like it's that first day, like it's that that wide eyed, you know, excitement. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, feel free to reach out. Um, and yeah, I'd love to talk to you guys. Um, take care.